Yeah. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the. Now, yeah. Welcome back to the Screw Podcast. My name is Bennett, and today the audio might sound a different, a little different because I am doing this over Zoom. Today I'm here with my guest Hannah. Today we're talking about local businesses and small businesses. Welcome, Hannah. Hi, thank you so much for having me on the show, Bennett. I've, I've been listening and really love the show, so I'm, I'm glad to be on. You are welcome. So, first thing let's talk about is... Um, first, let's talk about your business you have. So, what yeah. is your business called and what do you do? So I have two businesses. Um, my I have a business called, which is just me. I'm a freelancer and I am a graphic designer. So it's Hannah Priscilla Craig Design and I make um, all kinds of graphic design materials for folks. Um, for, for other businesses, I create their, their logo and their identity, their visual identity. Sometimes I make websites and tell this story for their, for whatever their project is. And then my other business is called Bean Dream, and it's a collaborative uh, project between myself, my mom, Polly, and my sister, Ellie. So we are a mother-daughter's team. We like to call ourselves the dream team. And we make fun, exciting, um, soft goods like accessories and um, sometimes apparel and sometimes... um, home goods as well that we design and make in Los Angeles. Hmm. And I am wearing a tie-dye shirt from you guys. It looks so good. I love it. It's like the most beautiful colors. And very comfortable. Oh, that's so great to hear. And then the next question I have is, um, how, what is there a, how is there a way that you could support businesses or local businesses slash small businesses during COVID? That's a really good question. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of smaller, um, small businesses are suffering really a lot right now because of the shutdowns and, um, you know, people staying home more. A lot of times, I think people resort to doing online shopping like on Amazon because it's so convenient to have things shipped so quickly. And it's almost like you can just shop and have your things delivered almost immediately to your house sometimes, which is super convenient. But I think it's really devastating for the people who have smaller businesses because, um, you know, they might not have the kind of infrastructure that Amazon has that allows them to ship things so quickly. And um, I mean, Amazon is just so giant and they have so many different products. And so I think one way to support smaller businesses is to um, it's to just t- take the time and have, have the patience to wait a little bit longer for whatever your, your things might be and think about the places you might go if it were not a, a pandemic and see if, if there are ways that you can support those businesses, like maybe even calling them and asking if they have something like a curbside pickup that they could you could do or if they do ship their things I think those are some ways that we can help mm-hmm. and then there was 
I found online that it said, according to the recent polls concerning the U.S. Chamber of Communications and Businesses, 70% of small businesses are still considering about finance impact of COVID-19 on their business, and with 58% of them fearing they may have to close permanently, some have temporarily closed their doors, unsure if they will open or if they will be able to fully reopen. Some have lay, had to lay off their staff, while other businesses had to adapt the ways they do business as they observe social distancing, travel restrictions, and the issues of cleaning and hygiene requires to keep their visual customers safe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's that's definitely true, I think. Um, there have been, it's just really changed the way that people sort of run their businesses mm-hmm. and even the way that we like exist as people who might like go to places, go to restaurants, go to businesses to to buy things or whatever. It's changing the way we do that too. And like at the beginning of the pandemic, there were some programs, like I think what that article is talking a little bit about too, like there were some programs to help businesses get grants and get money to have, um, to get like that extra, those extra supplies, like the personal protective equipment or to like maybe offset some of the costs of transitioning a lot of their stuff online, which is really great. But I found out recently that a lot of, a lot of that money went actually to places that weren't actually small businesses that maybe needed the help the most. But some, in some cases that money went to, um, businesses and organizations that maybe didn't need it at all. I remember hearing a story of, you know, the restaurant Shake Shack. Mm-hmm. I heard a story of Shake Shack, which is, you know, a giant, giant corporation that probably didn't need that support money as much as probably like a super small business, like, a, you know, with only one location or whatever. They were given a huge amount of, of that aid that month that aid money and then they had to return it because they they like got out into the public that they had received this and people were pretty out you know people were outspoken about their about being upset that that had happened so yeah Mm. have you noticed have you noticed changes to the way that you like that like businesses are around your community yeah um a lot of the little boutiques and stuff are just less people online call ahead curbside or closed for a while there were some places here that were sort of big but not big companies like who hot here went they couldn't pay rent and stuff because of covid because it's they can't do it with covid so they just closed for good wow wow yeah that's right in your area mm-hmm. wow and a lot of restaurants have been um curbside a lot of them went over the summer had outside seating or six feet apart tables some places have um from the ceiling 
painting plexi shields between each booth. And then they'll have like every other booth open. Yeah. But otherwise, some of them, like right now, have been closed for the winter now because they can't do outside seating. Or yeah, some of them I've... have got the heaters, but those are in high demand. So those are also out until like the spring. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that because of. I mean, in Los Angeles, it's pretty much, I mean, it's colder now. It's like in the 50s, so it's not too bad to go outside. Of course, people in Los Angeles think this is like freezing and are wearing their winter coats. Yeah, but like it's not still, Wisconsin weather. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it was still pretty much warm enough to sit outside and people could still do that until a couple of weeks ago. The, the COVID case numbers got so bad here that we had to actually close down even outdoor dining. So... It's just, um, you know, as much as we want to support small businesses and local businesses to make sure that they don't go under and are like sort of succumb, sort of diminished by these like giant monopolies like Amazon, it's still difficult because as much as we want to support those businesses, like the safety of people is at risk. I mean, as I heard a statistic that 15% of COVID cases in Los Angeles stemmed from outdoor dining. So even though it was safer to, to eat outside, still 15% of cases were coming from people eating outside just because, you know, people would get together and not have masks on. And mm-hmm. That's the so, same here. Like, yeah. We had, like, in September, October, the most cases, like, three, 400 new case like our hospitals here were packed full yeah and then once nurses did them they're out so and then they're down staff so our hospitals were the worst they've ever been and like we closed everything the mask our mandate for the masks got um renewed until like january because it was going to end they made it until september then they were renewed it over till January now because of the holidays with college kids back that's a whole nother thing they had to close down like three of the dorms here quarantine wow wow because kids were just going out at night going to bars and stuff so without masks so they got COVID cases just recently last week maybe it was I heard on the news that um California, like them in New York in the fall, the spring got the army to come. Where the U.S. is gonna get it, the not the U.S. Wisconsin's gonna get it soon. They're coming for us. Wait, what do you mean, like to help with the hospitals, hospitals? nurses? Mm-hmm. Mm, I see. Yeah, our nurses, our hospitals are just packed full, and once yeah. staff members get it, then our Hospitals have been, some of them are over full, not enough room for the yeah. people who need it. Yeah, it's really scary. The same thing is happening here. And I feel like it's it's interesting because the sort of like emotional response to the pandemic has changed so much. You know, like I remember back in March and April, people, and even myself, I mean, 
there was so there was so much unknown about what the virus was that people were taking it really seriously and were maybe like really scared about it. I mean, I remember being really scared about it, but now it's like, at least in LA, it's the worst it's ever been. So many more people who are passing away and getting the virus. And yet it seems like people are sort of numb to that information. Mm -hmm. Like, because we've been inundated with so much information about COVID, it's like people start to hear the actual, like to actually think about what's happening and just are hearing a number and it sort of goes past. Do you feel like that's happening there too? Yeah. Or to you? Our hospitals were full. So they, like, we, we've had the most cases a lot here. Do you feel like people are? Now people are mostly following all the rules and stuff. That's good. And, like, a lot of people are now, like, wearing a mask, saying six feet. Mm-hmm. Less people are out than in the summer. Like, I went to, I don't know, I went to a store just recently, and then, like, it was, like, Friday night. And most times, not during COVID, it's Friday night, busiest night. Yeah. Target. And it was, like, probably 100 people in there at most maybe wow or or less like 50 maybe or 25 was not a lot of people in there not counting the workers yeah yeah that's the scary thing too is like even when it's maybe maybe the people are being safe sometimes like employees are just put workers are put in these situations where Maybe it's like not a safe working environment. I heard about a Target in Santa Fe, New Mexico that was forced to close down because they just didn't have any workers left who were not, who didn't have COVID, which is so scary. Like I can't imagine being one of those workers and and not having a job for one, but also being exposed to COVID and then having COVID. I mean, it's just yeah, so scary. And, like, our places here have been, like, quarantining the buildings, like, schools. There's been talk about us going back for third quarter. They just put out a form just recently for parents and students to fill out, having, like, K through, no, third through fifth, no, fourth through fifth, fourth through 12 go back but k2 stay in line and like middle school classrooms are big but like elementary they can't have kindergartners can't like having a kindergartner wear a mask and stay six feet and not touch anything for eight hours a day it's impossible that sounds really difficult yeah and like the classrooms kids are like wanting to go back when they go back they're gonna be like okay I want to go back online because there can't be anything fabric there can be nothing fabric in the classrooms wait so like how do you wear clothes except on the walls of furniture 
<laughs> okay, got it. No stuffed animals, no rugs, nothing on the walls that's paper. It has to be laminated so they can use the fogger to clean. Nothing. T- kids have to be six feet at least, but the big four feet rectangle tables can only fit two kids at them. The circle tables can only fit one kid six feet apart. And Gosh. The, plus, the hexagon tables can fit two kids, one on each side. So, wow. really, with the classroom sizes, with how big classrooms are, they can probably only have, like, one classroom, I think, can, um, our good friend's classroom can only have, like, like there's no room for extra tables with like without him getting desk because he has like four lawn tables, five circle tables, but one kid can only sit at those circle tables, so like they can't wow. fit a lot. And nothing of the teacher's personal stuff can be there. They were supposed to take that all home, and like they can't leave the classroom. Specials or. Jim and those people will probably zoom from the classroom, zoom from their space into the classroom. And really, there's talk about that. Some schools are doing that work, like to make it safer and for um, less like um, interactive time with other kids. They're having everyone. You can't. The kids can't leave their classrooms, so they're in the classrooms. So like. Specials will like PE would zoom from the gym into the classroom. Wow, and like at that point, it feels like yeah, you could just zoom from home. And like when they eat lunch, if they take their mask off, they have to have a shield in front of them. So, like the teacher, um, um, U shaped table, some schools are doing where the teachers have a shower curtain. Like, they put um, a track up on the ceiling, and then they have a shower curtain that they can pull around the table, because, and then they just unopen it when they have their mask on and they're meeting with kids, but when they're eating lunch, they have to pull it, because they have their mask off, and they can't, without not getting any other people's germs, they have to have the shield. Wow, it's a whole thing. So do you feel like you personally would want to go back? to, to Right now, medicine? right now, if I had the choice to go back tomorrow, I would probably, for me, it really just depends on the COVID cases and mm-hmm. how they're cleaning the schools. But once like every, once vaccines are out and Teachers get them, and the vaccines are not in the testing stages still where people are getting them. Then they do different people where, like, everyone has them. They're safe enough. But, like, teachers have them, but students don't yet. Mm-hmm. I would go back because they're saying everyone will be immune with it. They're saying hopefully everyone will be immune, have it by June or July of 2021. Yeah. But there are people who don't believe in the shots, so they st- they have them. Yeah. And they're yeah. saying that students and kids, because students under 
kids under the age of 12 can't get the um vi vi yeah visor shot because there has been any tests or trials on them so it's 12 and up so that's really fifth or sixth graders up yeah and then They're saying that teachers will get it in stage in the rollout, the second or third rollout, because there'll be nurses, frontline workers, then postal delivery service, I think grocery um, people in nursing homes, then teachers and grocery store workers in them, then people over the people with health conditions are somewhere in there. Then kids, I think, then students, then everyone should have it. Adults. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> well, yeah. I'm excited for the moment to finally come. Yeah, we know it's coming. Yeah. What do you, what are you like, what do you miss the most or what are you most looking forward to? I'm when looking forward to getting to be out and getting to like be with people and interact and have the social social part of my life back. And mm -hmm. like once the summer hits, being to go to the pool, be there all day, doing fun things there, not having to be six feet, make it more. Yeah. Have you stayed in touch with many of your friends on Zoom during the pandemic? Yeah. Email a you lot. Play game. Oh, that's fun. Sometimes we in the spring we would like. Sometimes in the afternoons or at night on Fridays, like we, me and a few friends would just like Zoom, hang out, play some games online, and in the fall, like we would FaceTime, and play all the same game online, but like team up and play it. Mhm. Mm and stuff. But, like, in my homeroom or morning meeting, we, like, play games with each other, like, Kahoot, uh, Scavenger Hunt, stuff like that. So we get, like, the That's interaction. Awesome. That's nice. That's mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah. Wait, are you on break already? No, I'm on break on Friday. Nice. I have two more days. Well, do you have more questions for me about this t topic? I feel like we've done this podcast has gone to a more gone to more places, which is cool. This episode. No. Thank you for listening to the school podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Bean Dream. Did I say it right? Yeah. And in the description is a discount code. And the discount code is Bennett Pod. Bennett Pod, use that discount code when you check out. Thank you very much for listening. I will see you next month for my next episode.